You're listening to Simple Talk, a podcast that dives into God's Word. I'm your host, Jason Cox. Join me and my special guests as we apply biblical knowledge to everyday life. Hello and welcome to another edition of Simple Talk. I am your host, Jason Cox. I'm joined today by my friend, Brittany Sees, for a special Memorial Day um, episode. So we hope that you're all having a great morning this morning. I'm trying to pull everybody up on Facebook here so that that I can see you. Uh, It's going to be live for just a minute. There we go. Make sure and comment and like the page if you feel like it's been a blessing to you. Um, And if you have any questions, make sure and ask them because one of Brittany's favorite things in life is to answer questions. I love being put on the spot. Yeah, she loves being put on the spot. She loves texting people. So (laughs) Insert sarcasm here. (laughs) All right, um, our scripture today was from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 through 20. Uh, and it's, it's the story of reconciliation. It's, it's the ministry of reconciliation and the fact that we as Christ followers are forgiven. And like I was saying, something that really hit me about the scripture this week was, are we reconciled if we don't accept the forgiveness that been given to us you know how can that was the whole point of forgiveness is so that we could be reconciled to god so that that our sin would be pushed away from us so that we would have that relationship you know what i mean yes and that for me was hard for a long time understanding that my sins were gone yeah forgiven wiped mm -hmm. away blotted out that god no longer sees my sin when you repent when you bring it to him and you Mm -hmm. ask for his forgiveness it's gone yeah. And that's hard for us to understand. It is. It's so hard. but Because it's countercultural. We don't do that. Like right. You earn what you get in our culture, and the, the biblical culture is not like that. Not at all. It, Jesus did it for us. Mm-hmm. When yeah. Jesus died on the cross and came alive again, we were reconciled yeah. with God. Something that we kind of miss because of our 21st century mindset, our culture looks forward Mm -hmm. okay we want the newest iphone we want whatever new tech is coming out we look forward to shows coming out you know next season i remember when uh, sons of anarchy right was going strong people were like oh my gosh you know this is going to be the last season and like they were looking all the guys at work were looking forward to that and, and whatnot so that's the mindset we're well that's the mindset that we're in Biblical context, though, their mindset was they looked towards the past. The future didn't matter to them. They mm. looked towards the past. Their families, their their family structure was built in such a way that, you know, they respected their elders. Yes. They told, they, they told these oral traditions of Old Testament books and continued to look look backwards whereas we look forward so it's hard for us to say forgiveness is free well yeah absolutely it is well and it is you know i think it's important to look backward only to see what god has done Mm -hmm. because reading through genesis over the last year it has just given me this huge big picture view of god is faithful god is faithful god is faithful Mm -hmm. look where he brought his people Mm -hmm. and so it's important to look back in looking to God in what he has done. I, but I don't think we should look back at our sin. And mm-hmm. so 
there are different ways, different perspectives mm-hmm. that we can have looking oh, yeah. either backward or forward. Mm-hmm. And so looking to the future, the worldly, the flesh, fleshly way that we look at things, we do want the newest and the coolest mm-hmm. and the, the next thing. For, for us as believers, we look forward in hope to what lies beyond this mm-hmm. life, to redemption, yeah. to relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's what that reconciliation offers us, mm-hmm. is that different view. Yeah. And as believers, we have the Holy Spirit in us to give us those new eyes to see. Yeah. And in this passage, one of my favorite verses from mm-hmm. today is, the old life is gone, a new life has begun. Yeah. We get to see through new eyes. Mm-hmm. We get to experience and interpret life in a whole different yeah. way when we are filled with the Spirit. You know, Jesus says, I'm doing a new thing. A right? new thing. I'm the old is thing. gone. And for them, like for that, you think about the Jews, right? To them, they'd be like, what do you mean you're doing a new thing? Yeah, what? Like, you're freaking me out here. What are you talking about? You're doing <laughs> a new thing. This is how we do things. <laughs> right. We've done this things the same way for the past 3,000 years. What do you mean you're coming in here and changing up everything? Oh, you yeah. Know, or at least... At least a thousand years, you know, David reigned in, in 10th century BC, like, you know, around 1000 BC. So for them, it was like, what do you mean you're doing a new thing? Yeah. So totally countercultural. But, but they did, I mean, the, the Jews and the Israelites, they based their present on what has happened in the past. That's mm-hmm. what they did. So this was a whole new mindset for them. Yeah. But on Memorial Day, what we do is we do look back. We look on the, yes. the lives that have been lost over the years mm-hmm. that that gave us our freedom. Uh, but, yeah, something that <laughs> we, we were talking about this in school and the whole idea of which is, which is greater, right? The American flag or the Christian flag? Which is greater? Our... Are you a Christian first or are you an American first? Mm, that's an important question. It is. An, it's an important question for us all to answer. So, and, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just leave that to linger a little bit. But what did, what struck you today from um, Reverend Hoops' sermon? By the way, Reverend Hoops, his sermon today was on point. Oh, it was. It and, was. And, and he had stories that yeah. just solidified the truth that yeah. God uses us god redeems god mm-hmm. so he talked about you know paul and how we think of the apostle paul being yeah. a missionary for christ yeah. but before paul was paul he was saul he was saul first. a persecutor right. of the church killing christians yeah. and so if god can transform paul in such a major way mm-hmm. what can god do in our lives how can god use us yeah because i'm sure there was a time when, when Paul was Saul that he never would have seen the way mm-hmm. that God was going to use him. Yeah, absolutely. He would have no. thought, no way. No way, No Jose. way, Jose. No. And so what does God have in store for us? What can mm-hmm. he do for us when we become open to that and intentional yeah. about seeking out God's will for us? Yeah. And, you know, I kind of had to run out. Uh, during second service. By the way, we're having a cookout here at the church at, right now, as we right speak. Now. So, yeah, I had, to <laughs> Come run on out, over. I had to run out during second service, make sure the grill was going, all that stuff. Um, but during the first service, he told a story, and he may have told this during second service, about, so it contrasts these two ideas, right? Which is more important to you, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, giving shelter to those that are homeless. Is that more important 
or is politics and religion more important? Mm -hmm. You know, he briefly did touch on that. Like, when are you a Christian? Is it just right. in your church family? Mm -hmm. And you, there's this well, group over here yeah, that's hungry yeah. or needs you, and mm -hmm. but your church will cut you off if you go and associate with the ones that you're not supposed to. Right. That's not what God calls us to. No. He calls us to love the least of these, to help in any way that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to wait to feed me until you find out if I'm Islam right. or Christian? Or are you going to feed me and then we'll talk about all that afterwards? Like, like I said, we all have a decision to make and a choice to make, but, but you got to figure out for yourself, are you a Christ follower first or, you know, are you a bigot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you a racist? Right. Are you a sexist? Are you are you a, an ist of some sort before your Christianity? <laughs> yeah. Do you let things get in between you helping others? I mean, know? you have to think of how Jesus loves us. He while we were still sinners, <laughs> exactly. while we were enemies yeah. of God. Yeah. He died for us. Yeah, he absolutely. said, "I love you so much. I'm going to die for you mm -hmm. even though you're my enemy." Yeah. And then he sought after us and pursued us and made us family. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's how we should love others. And we always talk about love on this show because in the in the end, like that is what it comes down to. Love God and love others. That's it. I mean, when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? The yep. first is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mm -hmm. all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. The second, love mm -hmm. your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Which actually comes from, you know, a lot of people look at that and they say okay jesus is this is new testament right so jesus do, is doing a new thing but jesus says i didn't come here to to do away with the law right i came to fulfill it right so when we hear that when we hear jesus say love your neighbors right and love god love your neighbors as yourself he's talking about deuteronomy if you go back to the old testament book of deuteronomy it's exactly what it says is to love your neighbor mm -hmm. it's not that he came up with some new thing or new ideas he's He's telling people, do what God told you to do. Yeah. So it's not that it was something new by any means. It was it was him fulfilling the law and telling us fulfill the law. Like do your part. Mm -hmm. Not not because it provides you salvation. That's my part. That's what Jesus is saying. Right? That's right. Jesus' right. part. He's saying follow the law because it's what my father wants you to do. Exactly. And so because it protects us. It keeps mm -hmm. us safe. It, God doesn't have the law, these rules, to make us miserable. Like, right. oh, man, can't have any fun. Right. No, it's no. because he loves us. He cares for us. And he wants the best mm -hmm. life for us. Yeah. And so if we follow his commands, it just, it, it's our way of putting God first, but it's God's way of protecting us and loving yeah. us and can you imagine what life would be like without feeling loved? It would be sad. I mean, most of the people, you know, especially that watch this show that go to this church, we know what it's like to be loved because we have family members that love us. But think about that homeless person that doesn't have family, that doesn't ever feel loved. Can you imagine I how life-changing that would be for that person, you know? We got to get out of our own head, out of our own situation, yeah. out of our own little world, out and, of our comfort zone. Yeah, and out of our comfort zone. Right. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Because it's easy for me to say, "Oh, I'll bring you dinner, Jason," because you're mm -hmm. going through some stuff. Yeah. And we go to church together, and we're friends. Yeah. It's not easy for me mm -hmm. to go out and take food to someone who hasn't had a meal in a week. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have a uh, a friend that, that took his own life a few days ago, and <clears throat> military. And uh, you know, I was thinking, what would a what would a phone call have done mm-hmm. for that situation? Like, what made him do that? What makes somebody do that? And I guess at the end of the day, like, yeah, we love people, but do they know that we love them? Right. You know, you always see that uh, brother check. You know, I got your six, that kind of, you know, military stuff. But but reach out to somebody because there, there are a lot of hurting people in this world that don't have that love that we're fortunate enough to have for one another. So don't take for granted that somebody thinks that they're loved, reach out and let them know that they're loved. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, you might be the only Jesus that that person ever right. sees. That's right. Like I said last week, 20% of atheists don't have a personal relationship with any with a Christian. Mm-hmm. So they don't know Jesus. They don't have a relationship with the Jesus that, that we do. So. And we are called in this passage to be ambassadors for Christ. Yeah. And I looked up the definition of an ambassador, even though I kind of already knew it. It's an official representative. Yeah, We represent Christ. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing in our lives zone. to represent him? Yeah. Really look at your life and think, like, how am I representing Christ? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it in a way that pleases God, that yeah. shows love to others? Because you are representing one way or the other. Right, way. exactly. We are. <laughs> we are. All right. Well, there's burgers and hot dogs at Mooresville First United Methodist Church. If you're interested, please stop by and, and grab one, but you better do it quick because it'll be gone. That's right. Got anything else for them today, Brittany? I don't think so. All right. You guys have a great Memorial Day. Enjoy time with your family. Make sure to reach out and let somebody know that they are loved. Yep. Be a blessing as you are being blessed, and we'll see you here next week. Bye, guys.